Hey, this is Dan, and thanks for joining me for this edition of the Law by Dan podcast. One of the most important aspects of estate planning is, of course, making sure you have the right executor. But what happens if things don't work out or circumstances change and you want another executor? Well, to find out how you go about this, today I'm talking with estate planning lawyer Elise Jakes from Big Law. So Elise, how can an executor of a will be removed? That's a really great question, Dan, because obviously there are several reasons where an executor cannot act as an executor, and that could be you know, their own incapacity or if they predeceased the deceased. There are two main ways in which an executor can be removed, however. That's either voluntarily or involuntarily. So firstly, Dan, if an executor appointed under a will wishes to formally renounce their executorship, they can voluntarily sign a form of renunciation. So signing that form would essentially relinquish that person's right and title to obtain probate of the will and to the execution of the will. Now, the signing of a renunciation form is a relatively simple process and no witness is required. If a grant of probate is being obtained for the estate, then the signed form of renunciation would also be included as part of the application to show the court why the person with a prior right is not making the application for the grant themselves. Now, can an executor renounce at any time? Ordinarily, Dan, if someone wishes to renounce their position as executor, they should do that as soon as possible. So it's generally preferred that if a person intends to renounce their position as an executor, they do not take any part in the administration of the estate. So they should not be seen as intermeddling in any way. What about, you know, I suppose the practical question being that if an executor renounces their position, does that impact on their beneficial entitlement under that will? To put it simply, Dan, it depends on what their beneficial entitlement under the will actually is and whether any conditions are imposed on that gift. So ordinarily, if you renounce as an executor, then that has no bearing on the entitlement you receive as a beneficiary under the will. However, if you're to receive a specific gift, which is actually conditional upon your acceptance as the executor and you also acting in that position, then your renunciation would impact on your beneficial entitlement to that gift. So in those instances, if you fail or you refuse to act as the executor, then the gift to you would also fail. Okay. Now, if the pressure is on and say an executor won't voluntarily renounce their position, can they be involuntarily removed? Yes. So, an application can be made to the court to have an executor removed. However, an executor cannot be removed simply because you do not like that person. So, an executor can only be removed by the court with cause. So, what are some circumstances, I suppose, that you've seen when an executor may be removed? So some examples when the court may remove an executor can include if the executor is no longer no longer sorry capable of acting in the administration, if the executor's conduct is contrary to the proper and due administration of the estate, for example, if the executor has misappropriated estate funds or improperly used estate assets, 
if there is a dispute between the executors which has brought the administration of the estate to a standstill, if there is significant delays and those delays to the administration have been caused because the executor refuses to administer the estate or is unwilling to progress the estate's administration. An executor can also be removed in if there has been misconduct by the executor during the deceased's lifetime. So an example of that is if the executor was also the deceased power of attorney and during their lifetime they misappropriated funds in their capacity as an attorney. Now, what happens if an executor is removed? Who then acts to administer the estate given that person's absence? Look, that's a really important matter to consider, Dan, because if an executor is removed, the administration of the estate must still progress. If there's more than one executor appointed, then the existing executor or executors may still be able to continue to administer the estate. Depending on the circumstances, however, it may be desirable or necessary to have a new executor appointed altogether. So in those instances, the court can actually order the removal of an executor and also the appointment of an independent solicitor as the substitute. It probably begs the question that, you know, what are the sort of key things that people need to be considering when they're deciding who to appoint as an executor? Look, generally, if a suitable family member or a friend is available to act, then most clients prefer to appoint that person or those persons as their executor. If you do not have anyone, though, then you can obviously appoint a solicitor to be your executor. In any event, though, we always recommend that you should be satisfied that the person or a person you are appointing reliable and honest and trustworthy to act in the best interests of your estate. Other things you should also consider the executor's age and health as well as their availability. So if an executor has time-consuming work or family commitments, then it's obviously going to be difficult for them to discharge their duties as an executor in a timely manner. Some other things that obviously our clients consider as well is the locality of their executors. Now, that's a really important thing to consider, Dan, because in most cases, If your executor is an Australian resident for tax purposes, then your estate can be treated entirely differently tax-wise. So if your executor isn't an Australian resident for tax purposes, then in some instances, your estate can actually become a non-resident trust. Elise, uh, I'm assuming that it's really important to get legal advice about these things, notwithstanding the fact that these are, you know, complex legal questions, but but also at the at the very early stages of thinking about estate planning, I'm assuming that during that consultation phase with a client, you, you're actually asking questions about who their executor may be and are able to sort of stress test what they may or may not say. Look, that is certainly something we go through with our clients, you know, who they want their executors to be along with who their beneficiaries are. We also talk about, you know, the compatibility of the executors working together. So if you have three children and you will want to appoint them as your joint executors and they do not get along at all, then obviously there's going to be issues with the administration of your estate and then making those joint decisions. So we do go through situations like that with our clients um, as part of the estate planning process. Elise, thanks for joining me. 
Thanks, Dan. That was Elise Jakes from Big Law, and you can contact Elise at Big Law, which is www.biglaw.com.au. And thanks again for joining me on this edition of the Law by Dan podcast.